we call it tombak or dombak as well. Tombak is coming from the, the name of the strokes which we play on this instrument. Tom is this one which makes bass and back it's just on the side. So it's tombak, tombak. I have never thought about playing music, especially tombak, for making money. I still don't care. Strange it can be for anyone who's not coming from this <laughs> the cultural background. Many people think that, you know, uh, we are crazy. Of course I care, you know, I would like to have the facility of life, which money definitely makes it, but it's not something that I follow it. So that's why, you know, I, my life becomes sometimes very difficult, but I can tell you, I don't care. I want to play music. Sometimes after concerts, some people are coming and just they, they grab my hand and they touch my fingers. They think I have something on my finger, like metal things or special stuff that makes different sound. So no, it's just bone and, uh, uh, well, meat and of course in my hand, mostly fat. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that, that's why it's, uh, uh, my life became very difficult in some point, um, up and down, lots of up and down, but I honestly don't care. Even the personal life, even, you know, when you want to have someone as a partner or whatever, it becomes difficult because you need to, so to have someone that understands you perfectly. First time I played in front of audience, they were just the family members. And just they wanted to check you know, <laughs> what I'm doing, you know. So, but the first time that I went on the stage, I mean, the real stage with uh, a guitar player and the vocalist, I think I was something like 19 years old. And I used to go to university, actually. I used to study in a city which is something like 250 kilometers far off Tehran. It's called Save. I used to study the agriculture engineering because at that time, you know, when my father found out that uh, I won't give up uh, with any kind of punishment, I won't change my way, he negotiated with me and said, look, you can play and you do your music, but you have to promise something. You should go to university to make him happy and said, okay, I'll try to do my best. I went to the university and then honestly, I was just wasting my time. I knew that I, I will not be good at that one. So I'm just mm, seeking to get this certificate from the, from the university. And after four years, I just came and said, look, that's yours, it's not mine. I want you to be happy. So that's all. I'm going to arrange the rest of my life. So, you know, at that time, when you were in Iran, for any male, when you finished school, you had to go to army. Right now, it's still the same. So I had a chance to go just for a couple of months, and then I could get my passport. If you don't finish the period of army for two years, you cannot get your passport. As soon as I got my passport, I just escaped. My first master, he was a very good friend of mine now. His name is Kamiar Mohabbat, and uh, he's a lovely, lovely gentleman. 
And then after a couple of months, which I was studying with him, he told me, look, you played all the beginners and intermediates book, so you should not waste your time with me. Go to this master. And finally, I went to my second master, which is great, great, great master. His name is Bahman Rajabi. And I was studying with him. And after three years, something like that, uh, you know, for us, especially for in my culture, that can be a great honor to play next to your master, you know, playing with your master on the stage. So he invited me to play a duet with him. So, and that was something like, you know, the, the real certificate, which I was looking for. The day that we went on the stage in, uh, in Tehran, we went to uh, uh, the main hall, which is like Theater de la Ville for Paris. I mean, it's a huge uh, theater, which we call it, before revolution, it used to be called uh, Rudaki, and after revolution, they called it Vahdat. So um, we went to this hall, and you know, this hall is something really big. That was the actually the uh, the, the the toughest moment of my career, which helped me a lot, uh, you know, to get connection with the other musicians, famous musicians. First of all, this duet with your master, I mean, Mr. Rajabi, he composed this duet, but he gave me some space to play my own compositions, and I was quite young. And his compositions were really tough to play, but I memorized all of them because I loved them. That was the first time which I went on the stage and I was just playing with another tombak player. Uh, uh, and it's really difficult to have two percussions getting into a dialogue which is composed by the other one. It's not just like a jam over and two person grab a djembe and go there with before that they smoke and uh, you know those kind of uh, we say uh, baba moment. No, it's not the baba moment at all. It's everything has been composed. Uh, detail by details, you know, it's just like a pixels. That 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 composition is just like a pixel of you know computer, and it's really tough composition. So I was really scared, and I didn't want to miss even one note. I remember just the relief after those three days which we played together on that stage. The relief was really strong. I haven't felt something like that in all my life. The sound of the tombak is warm and gentle, unlike the other percussion, which they have some attacks on it. You know, like Robuka has lots of attack, but tombak is really soft and gentle. Melodic instrumentalists, they, they prefer to play with tombak next to them, other than the other type of percussion. We say tombak, lang. I wrote three books and I'm working on the fourth one. That That is the first one, which is almost like 10 years ago. And it's holding many compositions and exercises for Tombak, which I'm very happy that many Tombak players, they've got this book and they're, they're trying to play. It's called Chandru's Bot, Bot, uh, Botombak, means some days 
we don't back. Actually, for fun, my students and friends, they say it's not some days, it's some years we come back. Now I'm teaching those books to my students all around the world. From 2000, I think end of 2002, I moved to Greece. So I was living in, in a small village, which is called Kudetsi. I went to Toulouse for a concert and I met a nice lady there. So, uh, and then we became a partner and then we got married, we, we moved to France and I was there in France for something like 10 to 12 years. And when I was there in 2006, there is a, a, a family, the father of them, Mr. Jamshid Shemirani, is a great old master. And I was honored also to play a duet with him in Institut du Monde Arabe in Paris. He told me, Pedro, uh, um, there is a Norwegian band. They asked me to go and play with them, but I don't want to travel a lot because he was that I was quite old. So can you go and please play with them? So of course, that, that's going to be my pleasure. And honestly, I thought I'm just going to play once with them. And uh, so, and since 2006 or seven, <laughs> until now I'm playing with Yoon and the other, uh, the other member of the band. And uh, I can tell you, Yoon is another guy also who uh, I learned many things from. I am really lucky, really lucky. I can call you, I can call myself really lucky because I've met those amazing people in my life and I can tell you how much I feel grateful and uh, it's so touching for me anytime when I'm thinking about each of them how they uh, they gave me the good lessons they have great greatest heart ever I've, I've, I've felt in my life you know um, until the last moment of my life I wish the best for them and uh, I appreciate whatever they have done.